Hey, why are fish easy to weigh? Why? Because they have their own scales. Welcome back to the Annex Podcast, the podcast about things, stuff, and other things and other stuff. We got Ty back this week. Ty, uh, how was how was your vacation? Oh, it was lovely. It's nice. Uh, we missed you. I missed you. Uh, we got John. John's here again. Hey, was it? And we got Toby. Hello. I'm just talking over everybody today because I figured I'd just I'd make them all say hello after I got done with the intro. That's all right. Whatever. All How right, this week, sir. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this week, uh, I didn't come up with any topics uh, because, uh, yeah. So, uh, so Toby, Toby came up with some with some topics, um, but we'll get to those in a minute. I, I wanted to ask you guys: uh, Have you guys messed at all with uh, with genealogy? I know we talked about this a little bit last night, but. Uh, have you guys done any genealogy searches or anything? I've uh, done a little bit on uh, Ancestry before, but I don't really know how accurate it all is, to be honest with you. Now, my grandmother is big in genealogy. She used to do, like, actually go to the courthouses and manually file through the records before uh, Ancestry came through. So they would just coordinate all their vacations to various uh, locales that they tracked our family moving to over the years and then they've traced us all the way back to um like the germany austrian border back in the 1700s so it, it's nice uh, and really ancestry cool. of course has been a major help for them because they you know, older now and they can't get out as much as they used to so they do the search from home sure i listened to a uh the way i heard it with mike rowe and uh, he had a Sons of the American Revolution. Uh, I guess he's like one of the head genealogists or whatever. Um, when people apply to be a member, he's got to verify all the records that that person might have found. Um, or sometimes they hire uh, the people, the, the Sons of the, the, the organization or whatever, to, uh, to do the genealogy search himself. And uh, he says that's his favorite part. He just he, he really enjoys the hunt. And uh, just listening to people talk about it got me kind of back into it and uh, looking around on our ancestry. My cousins once removed. He's he's one generation older than me, but he is my cousin. Um, he's he's done a lot of work on our ancestry, and uh, he actually gave me his login because he he uh, he pays for it, and I don't. So I was able to go in there and uh, and actually look at a bunch of hints and verify a bunch of stuff that that he didn't really have any business verifying because he doesn't really know that side of the family. So he he's on my mom's side, and I started verifying a bunch of stuff on my dad's side of the family, and it was it's really neat just looking back on some of that stuff and and finding some stuff that other people have already put in there and all kinds of stuff. It's really neat just just seeing it. Yeah, my great uncle was big into the whole family tree research. And he went to the courthouses and did a lot of research on it. He actually, before he passed, he published two different books for us, all the family members to have to look at our family tree, at least on my dad's side. I don't know much about my mom's side. Uh, but he he went all the way back to when I guess you would call our ancestors <laughs> arrived back in like the 1700s. And That's pretty cool. I, yeah. I, I think the coolest fact 
was uh, we had someone fight in the Civil War, um, and there's a battlefield down near Oxford in Mississippi that I'm trying to go to um, that weekend that we play Ole Miss to see, because I actually have a relative who fought at that battle. That's awesome. Yeah, I've gone back to like the 1500s in Wales on my tree, and like I think they came to the well the colony colonies at the time the Virginia colony it would have been in like the 1600s but then I had a guy that fought in the uh, Revolutionary War in the Continental Army and then he fought with the South Carolina militia after he was taken prisoner by the British and escaped and then his son fought in the War of 1812 which is pretty cool but the guy that fought in the Revolutionary War actually has a Wikipedia article you guys have a lot more interesting stuff on this than I did and I thought I was I was doing something cool. I think uh, right now our stuff only goes back to the 1850s, 1860s, or something like that. Um, we haven't we haven't got back far enough yet, and I don't know if that's uh, lack of information or or lack of motivation. So or both. my ancestors came from the Germany Austrian area. They landed in uh, Virginia. They fought in the Virginia militia in the Revolution, and then. As payment, they got land in Tennessee. They're buried uh, there. So actually, I could claim SAR, Sons of the American Revolution membership, if I wanted to, it seems. And then, uh, yeah, my family's been living there to this day. I think there's some Austrian on my mother's side of the family, but I'm not too sure because no one's really done the research. Um, I, I think it was my great-grandfather. He went and fought in World War Two, and he was from Austria. And he spoke fluent German. Nice. Which side did he fight for? Uh, us. <laughs> the, the good guys. <laughs> America. Uh, so, yeah, keep keep digging Savage. Maybe you'll find something cool to share about. Yeah, I'll, I'll, have, to, I'll have to get back with uh, some of the older people in my in, in, in my tree and see, uh, see what else they know or whatever. The problem is uh, most of my mom's side grandparents are all that generation that's uh yeah, my grandparents that generation is uh has all died off so there's there's not that many old people to go to anymore so um yeah definitely yeah. hit them up and then see if you can try to find artifacts especially like old family bibles have um genealogy uh, written in them typically uh or journals are also a good uh, source of info about the, the family, the extended family, and things of that nature. I'll have to check that out. So, getting to uh, getting to the actual topics at hand, uh, Bronze, John, uh, John, and Toby, you guys went to the barbecue festival this uh, this past weekend. How was that? It a lot of, it wasn't as big as some of the other barbecue festivals I've been like let's say about ten years ago. So I think they're still recovering from uh, COVID, so to speak, but. Uh, Post-COVID, it was a very good turnout. Um, a lot of the competitors were serving up um, smoked ham, smoked bologna, um, sausages. I think most of them were running uh, cheese and jalapeno sausage. And then uh, mutton and venison showed up at a couple booths, too. So it was nice. Hot, but, but nice. You're making me hungry. Oh, yeah. I ain't. I, th I think we determined that we, it wasn't like a filling meal, but we were definitely feeling full by the time we walked all the, uh, the booths. 
in in the area. Yeah, I, I think I got there a little late because they were finishing up judging, like the competition. So I, I saw quite a few people packing up, but there was still a good amount of booths, and uh, th- there was a lot of good food. I had mutton for the first time. I've never had that. Of course, that's a specialty out there. Yep. How did you feel uh, about it? I really liked it. I would definitely go for some more. I love mutton. Yeah, it, it was. I can't really describe it, but it was really good. Um, not had the other staples. You know, I had a lot of pork. Um, I didn't have any brigu. Feel like I missed out there. I I, I did get some brigu, but I had to uh, really buy a gallon sized of it over at one of the uh, local restaurants because everybody on site was sold out. It just didn't seem like there were a lot of, you know, churches or uh, this year or anyone who's been, you know, making burgoo on site in huge barrels. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love the giant vats of burgoo there. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I never had burgoo until I came to Kentucky, but now I want to try to make it myself just because it's real filling. I have never had burgoo. I've never had mutton, and I've never been to the barbecue. You gotta come fest. next year. But uh, there's supposed to be one in Lexington. Maybe, uh, maybe I should. It's not the same. Maybe I should set my sights a little bit higher. And, uh, and so, so and do, do you know there. what burgoo is, or just, or we might have to explain it for the listeners? It's didn't we discuss it a couple weeks ago on the podcast? I'm not I feel sure. Like we did. I, think, did I feel we like I said something about festival? it. Tra- traditionally, I don't think having I've a squirrel ever had in burgoo. it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess. I guess you did. I do remember the yeah, I mean, it's, mentioned. It's basically just a. It's kind of a, a halfway between a stew and a soup, really. Yep. With vegetables and meat in it. Usually now, mutton. So it's like beef stew, but like. Right. Other stuff. Now, the Old Hickory um, burger, that's the one that I bought on the way home. Um, it definitely had the, the mutton in it, but it didn't go as heavy on the vegetables as others have had, like. Um, Shack in the back up in Louisville, their vegetables are definitely packed in there, and it was almost like eating a uh, thing of Campbell's chunky soup. And they had you know lima beans, corn, green beans, etc., mixed in with the meat. It would definitely make my um, doctor happy because it have all the keto stuff in there. <laughs> I think Old Hickory is where I got the mutton. Yeah, that's where I, I had their uh, pulled mutton sandwich as well. And, I mean, to, to me, the, the taste didn't seem too different from the um, pork. The texture was definitely different. Now, I think it's probably because they just poured the sauce in there, you know? Yeah, uh, it, it seemed almost like finer, I want to say. Yeah, uh, I think it was also a little chewier than, than your, your pork meat as well. But I, if I had my druthers, I'd probably go with the mutton over the pork for sure i think i would too what was the uh how much was the mutton at like average just out of curiosity i mean they were selling the sandwich for like six bucks i think Mm. yeah six six dollars same price as pork did you happen to notice how much it was going for by the pound anywhere i don't think they were selling it by the pound at um on site now if we went back to um like the restaurants they i know old hickory did have like a a whole catering desk with all the meats and such that you can just you know take home with you because that's how i got the gallon of burgoo that took Mm -hmm. home i was just curious i think moonlight sells it for like i think it's like 18 or 20 bucks a pound for burgoo or for uh mutton 
Oh yeah, uh, I, I did buy a gallon of it, and it's about good for four or five meals in there. So cost per you know meal is not bad. I mean, it was like twenty two dollars for a gallon of the stuff. I think the shack in the back is similar. A gallon of stew sounds like a lot of food. I mean, it's about four or five meals easy. Yeah, you can just freeze it though after you open the container for the first time. That too. Now, some of the booths that were there were selling selling it already frozen, so they were advising people don't refreeze it after you buy it. But yeah, it, it, you just stick it in the fridge and eat it over the course of a few days. It's good. Did it rain on you at all? Uh, we left just before the rain hit, so by the time we were packing um, our home county, it was starting to lightning a little bit. And by the time we got inside, it was raining there. So we missed it. Mm. When I was there, it, a big, heavy downpour came. I, I had just gotten my mutton sandwich. So I had to run and sit under a tree and enjoy it. And I was watching everyone else run away from the rain, of course. I, I would have at least liked a little bit of shade. I mean, it was the, it was clear skies and 90 plus degrees out there on the blacktop. So. Well, the rain didn't last long. And of course, after the rain, it cooled off. It was actually pretty comfortable. My allergies were killing me, though. They haven't bothered me almost all season, but of course the weekend I go out, I get hammered. It's that Western Kentucky pollen. Yes, sir. Kentucky pollen. I, it's I, it's I, everywhere. Allergies are kicking yeah, my Yeah, my car has been coated well, in the, pollen this, all week. This year. Yeah, my car has just been yellow all spring. So do you guys uh do you guys plan on your travel or do you just like get in the car and go? I'm a I'm a plan it out kind of guy. Toby, you can start. Okay, Toby, go ahead. Or Ty, I'll, I'll, whoever. I'll defer. <laughs> Toby, uh, go. Typically. I mean, if it's going to be a long trip, of course. Like when I went to Japan, I had a whole itinerary. I had a budget. I've done everything. But for a day trip, I don't typically plan that far ahead. I only check if it's going to be open and how much gas I have. Dude, you went to Japan? That is my yeah. bucket list. Yeah, I went about five years ago this july stayed for two weeks damn what just for? because i wanted to go well that's yeah that's now, a did you get, go to any onsens or what would you do there uh, i i stayed in tokyo um i went to the only thing i did outside of tokyo is i went to this mountain range it's where mount fuji is mm. um it's like a volcanic place and there was a pretty lake there i took a boat tour there then in the city, I went to a lot of the different districts, you know, Shinjuku, Shibuya. Um, oh, I can't remember the name of the district, but it was my favorite. It, it's like a whole electronics department store, but it's a district of the city. And I, oh, I, mean, you I could know spend, what you're talking about. Yeah, you could spend hours in just one alley going through different stores, looking at everything they sell. Uh, Akihabara? Yes, that that's the one. Yeah. Um, and then part of it was just noticing a few different scenes from some of the games I played. Like I, I, I love Persona, so the Shibuya Square, which was in the game, you know, I'm standing right there enjoying it. Mm. I was going to say, uh, Yakuza also has some of those sites as well. But yeah, definitely. I, I guess I could go next. I, I am a planner, so uh trip planning is similar to that map scene that was memed to death from from downfall everybody's gathering around the map we're 
figuring out when we're going to leave, how long it's going to take there, gas consumption, how many pairs of clothes do the kids have? It's all orderly because you know if, if I don't do it, someone's going to forget something, and, like a pack and play, which did happen when we go went to um, see go to my si- sister's wedding. But mistakes are rare, and trips happen on budget and on time. I guess maybe a little obsessive compulsive about traveling. Well, and you got uh, extenuating circumstances. I guess you uh, you make sure you get everything so everybody's comfortable. Oh yeah, because if the kids are not happy or if they're you know miserably hot in the back, then they start fussing, and we've already gone through what happens when one of them starts fussing in the car. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, go ahead, Ty. Well, it's your turn now. I guess I'm kind of <laughs> in the middle between like hardcore planner and spare the moment i don't really like doing things just off the cuff usually but i also don't really get down to like what we want what we're going to do every minute of every hour and stuff like that i just kind of have like to have a like a rough outline of what's going on so that there's some sort of structure to things you know now you you say that but i know where you've been and i feel like the best way to get the most out of that particular part is having a match out route with uh, scheduled times, especially if you're using the fast pass system, which I know has changed. That is very true. Yeah, the the do well for those <laughs> of you that don't know, I just got back from Disney World this past week, and uh, I don't like the new fast pass system, the Genie Plus system, because it's just yeah. kind of a pain. You you can only schedule which it, it. I hadn't been to Disney since I was a kid, so I don't even remember how it used to be, but. I don't like the way this one works because, like, I guess with Genie Plus, you can schedule two ride reservation, like uh, Lightning Lane reservations a day, but you can only have one scheduled at a time. Oof. Yeah, it's really kind of stupid the way that works. So, like, and you basically you have to be be there on the app, at least for. It depends on the ride, but like the popular ones, like Rise of the Resistance and uh, like Avatar: Flight of Passage. You have to be there at 7.30 in the morning to reserve a time and if you don't want to be, be there at 8 p.m. But also, for for the really popular ones like Flight of Passage and uh, Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, you, don't even, you, can't, it, you can't even use your regular Genie Plus. You have to buy individual passes that are like $15 per person. So, like, basically the Genie Plus is almost worthless, honestly, because most of the rides that you would want to use it for you can just buy a pass for anyway and so like the less popular rides usually have a shorter wait time anyway like we rode uh, expedition everest and animal kingdom two times and we waited a total of probably 20 minutes that's that was a pretty decent coaster if i remember correctly yeah i I like expedition everest a lot I i think it's probably that and rock and roller coaster probably the two best roller coasters in the in all of disney world those are two really good ones yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> now we did wait, and we waited about an hour for Rock and Roller Coaster, which wasn't too bad because we had a uh, reservation for Tower of Terror, like that lined up basically right after when we got off of it. So that was nice. My, my son really liked uh, Tower of Terror. That was that was unexpected, just because of the whole video aspect of it. And he's mm-hmm. not even a huge um, Twilight Zone fan, but I liked it a lot. We didn't ride it when I was there as a kid because uh, I think it was broke down or something. So I, I didn't really, I wasn't really entirely sure what to expect, but I really enjoyed it. I also really enjoyed um, 
Rise of the Resistance, even though we stood in line for an hour and a half and the ride broke down <laughs> after the first room. <laughs> yeah. Apparently that ride breaks down a lot. Cause we, were, we were monitoring the wait time throughout the entire day, and it broke down about 12 times before we left the park. But if you're on the ride and it breaks down, they give you a, uh, a free lightning lane pass for when it comes back up. So when, the, when it came back open, we were like the first group that got to go through it again. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I went to Disney once when I was younger and was going through the park with uh, my brother and my cousin. And they were total cowards and did not want to do the Tower of Terror. So I couldn't get to go on it then, but I did get to go on last trip. So. Yeah, it was, it was good, but Rocket Roller Coaster has been, been great for years. I liked it. I went about eight years ago. Um, it was my senior high school trip, at least with the band. Uh, and Dang. This is like before or right as they bought Star Wars, so there weren't any of this Star Wars stuff that they have now. I think about the only Star Wars stuff they would have had about the time that you went, just guesstimating, would have been the, um, was it Star Tours? Yeah, Star Tours has been there for forever. Yeah. Which I think they just recently redid the way it works, but that was probably about when you were there, Toby. Yeah, that was... I think it was about 10 years ago that they redid it. Yeah. The the uh, endings now change a lot since they pick, picked up the rights, but yeah, it's been around for at least 10 years. I think that's about... Well, I, I went there longer ago, obviously. So I'm ancient. Yeah, Star, Tour, Star Tours has been there for a long... Like 30 years probably, but... The current configuration is about 10 years old. Now, one thing that's there that I'm glad that they haven't changed was the uh, Indiana Jones epic stunt extravaganza. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it was just nice to go back and see that nice little bit of nostalgia, but still also let my son in on the, the trick, too. So he, he liked the explosions and all the practical effects, which would lead me to a separate rant about CGI versus practical effects. But... That's not the topic list, so I'll spare everybody. <laughs> I do like how we went from uh, travel planning to Ty's trip to Disney. <laughs> uh, Ty, do you want to expand any more um, on your trip to Disney? Do you have any extra stories that you haven't already covered? Well, I, I want to go ahead and say that uh, Splash Mountain and Space Mountain are both still good. They're quite fun, even though Space yep. Mountain makes me feel like my head's going to get decapitated at any moment. Hell yeah. Um, I went with... Well, I went with my girlfriend, but we stayed with uh, my brother and his wife and, and my nephew, who were also going to going to Disney at the same time. So we all just stayed together in a condo. But they wanted to stay by the ocean, so we stayed over around uh, Clearwater, St. Pete area, and Indian Shores, which is like a freaking hour and a half drive to Disney every day. Mm. So that was miserable because you can guarantee that going through Tampa early in the morning, there's going to be traffic, and then also. There's always going to be traffic for about five miles before the freaking exit to Disney, which is just complete standstill. So that was terrible. It took us like three hours to get to Hollywood Studios Friday, it, what, what should be an hour and a half journey. That sounds terrible. Yeah, it was miserable. I, I grew to uh, not want to go to Disney. <laughs> you uh, pretty much made the case that we'd made ourselves when we were trying to figure out where we wanted to stay. We eventually picked, you know stay on one of their on resorts hotels just so we could either walk there easily or just get that tram service going for some of the further away parks. Mm -hmm. Now, did, did you eat either of you or anyone who's been to Disney? Did you all go to any of the restaurants on site? Yes. 
when I was three, um, we went to, I think it's called Chef Mickey's, but I only know that because of a picture. I I barely remember anything from that trip. Chef Mickey's not is too a much. Ca- cafeteria, is it not? I have no <laughs> idea. I know Chef Mickey's stays booked up all the time. Now, we, for, now we, when we went, it was another one of my birthdays, and we went to Ohana uh, over at... Uh, went to what? Ohana. Ohana means family. It does mean very, family. Yeah. Very good snitch. <laughs> snitch, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, it, where, where was it at? I forget which ro- uh, hotel it was in, but they served you um, family-style you know, Hawaiian barbecue. So barbecued chicken, barbecued steak, shrimp. It was delicious. And then... That sounds good. Oh, yeah. And since it was my birthday, I got some kind of pineapple cake to top it off with a little you know a little bit of vanilla ice cream so by far still the my favorite birthday meal that i've ever had uh we ate we ate at a couple of the cafeteria style places we ate at the uh tortuga tavern in magic kingdom and uh the yak and yeti stand in animal kingdom yep we went to that but one. uh my favorite meal that I had there and also top three meal of my life, which I think I posted in the Discord. Actually, I know I posted it for you guys to see was when we went to Tiffin's Wednesday night at Animal Kingdom. It was absolutely outstanding. We had uh, like $100 in Disney gift cards. Mm-hmm. So we decided to treat ourselves. <laughs> and uh, so we went there and we got the we got the uh, honey chili glazed pork belly appetizer and the bread service appetizers. The uh, pork belly was amazing. I'm sure. And the bread was. It comes with like three different kinds of bread. It's got like a, a, uh, like a sweet glazed focaccia bread, and then like a, kind of like a, like a non type bread, but really thin with like spices baked into it, and then one that's almost like a tortilla chip type thing. And it's got like different dipping sauces. That non like bread was that something akin to Ethiopian style bread, just very thin, can be rolled up really easily, like a crepe. Yeah, it it doesn't it didn't have the look of like the Ethiopian bread, but yeah, it was like that. Okay, it was super thin. Um, and then I got the uh, the braised veal, mm. and she got the uh, the surf and turf, which came with uh, beef tenderloin and scallops, and it was both of our meals were absolutely outstanding. But it was like one hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> yeah, meal, which is why we uh, that's why we use the Disney the Disney gift cards there. Yeah, Disney meal plan is highly recommended in case anyone decides to go back. I'm sure I'll probably be back there eventually, but it won't be anytime soon. <laughs> yeah. I want to go back. It's just it's a huge money sink, and there's other places I want to go to. And and that's the yeah, Disney's. Yeah, was, from what I know, Disney's expensive. It is. Oh yeah. I mean, we probably spent three, four thousand dollars at, at easy. Lord. Now it's not as much of a money sink as Universal Studios, though. It's more expensive than Disney. Really? I think I yeah. went to Universal Studios on a band trip. Um, we, when I was in marching band, we did uh, we did the Orange Bowl parade in Florida, Citrus Parade, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was. We went to Florida over like New Year's or something. And mm-hmm. that that experience I uh basically wiped from my memory <laughs> because um I lost about 150 bucks out of my wallet cuz I oh, dropped no. out while I was in the bathroom oh. and I stole it. And uh 
it just wasn't a fun time because like I don't, I don't know if i don't know if you guys have ever been on like a, a chaperoned trip out of your state like to new york or or yes. whatever with like a group of people or anything I, toby yeah i understand you they plan you down to just about the minute <laughs> and if you're not if you're not where you're supposed to be at the minute for one everybody waits mm-hmm. but then for two you're just behind all day so like if you had three hours at this one place you're now down to an hour and a half and when you go to disney slash magic kingdom or, or whatever it is um during christmas new year's and all that um an hour and a half at a park is you might as well not go in the gate you should just stand by the bus so some people tried to go and do some stuff and i don't i don't even remember it the only thing i really remember is uh we did ride the jaws ride wherever that is um and that was shortly before i lost all the money and I couldn't buy any souvenirs anymore, which was like a half a day before we actually left to come home. I believe. So yeah, I, I I basically blocked that whole experience, whatever it was. We spent like a week and a half or just a week. I don't even know how many days it was. I, I blocked that whole experience out of my head because it just it just I did not have. I fun. can definitely relate to bad chaperone plans. The the band trip I mentioned that we went to Disney, the biggest drawback was. We would spend a whole day in each park. Or no, we spent a whole day in the worst park. That that was the problem. It was the park with the fewest <laughs> rides. All the other parks, we would only get half a day with. But, I, I mean, I don't remember which park it was, but it was the park with the fewest rides, and we spent the whole day there. Probably Epcot. Epcot's got, like, yeah. three rides. Yeah, I, I, I don't even remember. Like I said, when I went to Disney with my family, I was young, and when I went to whatever it was I went to with the band, it was so packed full and tight scheduled and we had to do band stuff that it just, it was just awful. And, and I, and I block it out. So I just don't remember it. Uh, regarding the universal pricing, uh, bronze, you could like the per day pricing is more expensive than Disney, but I guess you could probably go there cheaper because it's only two parks instead of four. If you wanted to see everything. Well, my, my son is really interested in the uh, Super Mario World there, or Super mm-hmm. Nintendo World they've got over in Japan that's going to be coming to the States soon. So he wants yeah. to do that. But at the same time, in the back of my mind, I'm like, Laurel, the, our daughter, still hasn't been to um, Disney. So is there any way I can just put off that trip for a little while longer, You know, save up the war chest, and let them both have their amusement park experiences in one shot? That that's my plan, hmm. and then I have to do to it, do it again, or at least I can go somewhere else next time. No, uh, we took the kids to Holiday World not too long ago, and that was that was pretty fun. Did you ride the? Uh, well, you're not a roller coaster guy, are you? Well, no, I am now. Oh, okay. I didn't used to be. Back when I was eight, I was not. But what's now their, that I'm uh, what's their steel coaster I'd, called? Uh, yes, me and my wife did ride that one. I don't, remember what, it's I don't know what it's called. I haven't been to the Holiday um, World since they opened it's it. A, um, it's like a, a launched oh, is roller it? coaster or whatever. Yeah, that's it's, cool. Yeah. Well, the one that we rode is launched. I um, think they only have the one steel coaster. Lemon is trying her best Possible. to convince me to take at least her and our oldest out to Holiday World at some point this year. Like Holiday World's pretty cool. Like if it's, you, it's really like, good for kids. It, it really is. 
Um, I took, uh, so I guess it was probably about two years ago. I took my six-year-old on the wooden roller coaster that's in the park. <laughs> and uh, I he didn't want to get on anything else after that, which kind of sucked because, like, he's usually, like, fearless. And uh, I got him on that one, and it was, like, you know, you're not strapped in like a regular or like a steel roller coaster where they've got the harness over you. And uh, you just got the little lap belt and a wooden roller coaster, you know, vibrates you to death, mm-hmm. shakes you to beat death, the crap and out beats of you. you to death. Especially the, so, uh, the two older ones there, uh, yeah, so Legend he, and Raven. He he didn't have a good time on that one, so I couldn't get him on much else. Even though, like, I couldn't get him on much else that he could even ride because he was too small to ride most things. And that, that just happened to be one of the things that he was able to ride. So, uh, I think, uh, for most amusement parks, make sure you take your kid. That's actually big enough to go. If he's not big enough to get on some of the rides, I don't know that there's much point in going to the amusement park. See, because I was going to say that that's exactly when we went to, um, Disney, we waited until John was high enough or tall enough rather and that was his first roller coaster experience and the kid got hooked oh yeah i mean if if it's a good experience like you don't send him on a wooden roller coaster to start with and like a steel one that's that's fun uh you know you can definitely get him hooked um it's just you gotta make sure that like because i think i think it was that trip we took him and I was like, you're not big enough to ride this. You're not big enough to ride this. You're not big enough to ride this. You're big enough to ride this one. Let's go. And he was like, okay, cool. Uh, ow, I don't want to ride anything else. Let's just go to the pool. <laughs> and, you know, I was like, well, okay, that's fine. That's that's fair, I guess. I just want to say that I grew up riding Holiday World's wooden roller coasters and I turned out okay. And I like roller <laughs> well, coasters. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I know when I was like maybe 11. I don't know what I don't know what age I was. We went to uh, Kings Island or Kentucky King, wherever the Beast is. Kings Island. And I did not ride the Beast. It was uh, it was raining that day, and uh, I was not a roller coaster person yet. But my younger sister rode it, and uh, she apparently had a blast. And uh, and I'll probably never live that one down. I love that ride. Uh, we went to Kings Island once in high school. I, I mean, we went every year, but one year we went. It was raining all day. But it wasn't that hard. It was like sprinkling. So the crowds were light. So you could just walk up to whatever ride you wanted to and just go again and again and again. So, you know, I rode the diamond back five times that day, which you shouldn't be able to do. <laughs> I like going there and going straight for the um, Adventure Express. Is that what it's called? That might be what it's called. It's like a it's a steel roller coaster. It looks like a wooden roller coaster, but nobody ever goes to it because it's kind of off the beaten path and it's yes, it's kind of old. I know exactly what you're and, talking uh, about. But like on a on a even on a medium day, almost a busier day, not a busy day, but like a you know right in between there or whatever, you can get off that ride, and uh, you don't even have to get off of it. You can just look over there at the queue and see that there's nobody in there and be like, "Can I go again?" And they'll be like, "Yeah, just sit down." And and they'll just let you go again, and it's. <laughs> I think I think our record was like five times in a row. Uh, me and me and a buddy went on that one. That one's that one's pretty fun. I always like that one. Yeah, it's like no one knows it's there, and it's a fun ride. It is a fun ride, and I, I always like getting the newbies. You know, when we, when we went on that five time in a row or whatever, you know, you start to memorize the track, and uh, 
you're like, oh, here's the big hill or whatever. You know, it's the chain lift. But the thing is about that ride is um, it starts high. So everything is gravity fed until right at the end and you don't have enough momentum to get up to the to the station or whatever. So it's a chain lift up to the station. But, uh, you know, you get to that end and it starts the chain lift and you're like, oh, yeah, here comes the loop or whatever. And uh, people all start freaking out around you. And then, it, you know, you get up to the top and you just stop. And they're like, oh, you lied to me. I was like, well, <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> that one and uh, what's the what's the one in the dark? Uh, the one over by what you what's the it, one you said earlier? It was over Toby? by the Firehawk. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's in the dark. I don't remember the name right of it. It's like an alien themed ride. Flight of Fear. Uh, yeah. The Flight yeah, of Fear. Flight of Fear. Yeah, Flight of Fear. I was actually able to ride that one twice in a row without having to get off once because we we just went on a dead day or whatever. And that ride is awesome. That's that's one I always try to go on, but it's gotten slow. We went uh, we went to Kings Island. Actually, me and my wife went to Kings Island. I think maybe for my birthday this year, maybe for our anniversary, maybe for both um and we had to wait almost an hour in line for that one and it was not a busy day at all they've just gotten slower i think they must be running like one train instead of like four yeah that one's always seemed to be the slowest line in the park and i think part of it is definitely gotten slower i think part of it is it's inside so you can wait in air conditioning well it's inside but um i actually figured out i don't know if it was the last time says we went for my birthday last year my wife's listening so we went for her birthday last year <laughs> um, and her birthday's in august so um i figured out this last time we went that the tra- there's like there's a point where you stop and it seems like why am i stopped or whatever but there's a point where you stop and they actually move you from like one track to another so it, it like adjusts mid ride so you can go you know on a different route or whatever or like turn around and go back the same way you came or something like that and i was like oh i didn't realize that was happening so maybe they used to have it so they could run two trains but now they've only got it so you can run one train or something i don't know but that one's a fun ride and the uh that one and and the adventure express or whatever it's called that those are those are my go-to rides there i'm a big uh, diamondback fan i think didn't they shut down the diamondback no. I think they shut down uh, the Diamondback no. in favor of a different roller coaster that's so. there now. No, they shut they down got rid uh, of, uh, the Son, Son of Beast. Beast. Yeah. Well, they shut down a Son of Beast because it like killed some people. And they shut oh, down yeah. Firehawk. Firehawk's the one they shut down. That's the one that like you you kind of lay flat. You, well, it, it like strapped you in, and you laid on your chest or whatever. Yeah, it used to be like called the Superman. Superman or whatever. Yeah. That one was awesome, and they shut that one down in favor for something else that was actually opening up when we, or had opened up recently when we went there last August. Yeah, they also replaced, I think it was like Cold in Vertigo. It had a couple loops in it. Mm. They closed that one. I'll I'll tell you all what, man. It is hard to find any information about Son of Beast. Like, I'm not talking about it in like Internet Archives or whatever, but like Son of Beast, it's just... It's just wiped off the map. It's wiped <laughs> off of any queue lines or whatever. You can't find it. You can't find any remains of it. Um, it's just like gone. And like 
for a while it was the only wooden looping roller coaster or whatever but then i think they took out the loop because some people died and then some people died again or something so they just took it out completely <laughs> that's what i know about son of beast do you guys know about the uh the little swinging one that's way off off the beaten path or whatever the one that goes oh, way up high called, wind seeker uh i don't know what it's actually called now it used to be t2 it used to be a terminator ride and then for a little while, it was like a Batman ride and they just keep rebranding it. But it's like it's it's one of the oldest coasters in the park, but it's, it's like coaster. it's it's suspended. I think you can get maybe it's four to a car, but it's suspended under the rail or whatever. And you kind of swing. Uh, back. And forth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. It goes you know, back and forward. I don't know what it's it goes called. Back and forward. Yeah, I don't know what it's called either. It used to be painted like teal about or King's something. Island? Yeah, this is King's Island. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. I'm trying to find, trying to find the uh, the rides and experiences on here. Adventure Express, that's the one that I like. <laughs> uh, the Backlot Stunt Coaster, that used to be a Mini Cooper ride. Did you guys know that? It was the Italian job ride for yeah, a Yeah, it was while. always the Italian job. It's not called that anymore. No. The they, they got rid of that. Uh, it's not in Vertigo. That's not the one it is. See what I can find here. Is, is it a uh, delirium? Yes. No. 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 That's no actually, the, the, swing swing the swing. That's the pendulum. Yeah. Wind sinker is the swing. I think it's. I think it's called the bat right now. Yeah, it's called the bat right now. The bat. I don't see the bat. Yeah. It used to be. It used to be called Top Gun, and after or before it was called Top Gun, it was called T Two. Because it was supposed to be like the Terminator ride or whatever. But it's supposed to be, it, it was originally based off Top Gun. And going down to it, it used to have uh, like Top Gun fighter jets as some of the memorabilia on your way down to the queue line or whatever. But it's, it's all gone now because it's, it's been rebranded the bat. They, they, the bat. They lost the rights and all that. Yeah, I, I remember Top Gun. Yeah, that, that, that too probably. That makes sense. I think Kings Island is one of my favorites to go to because it's got it's got a good mix of roller coasters and not roller coasters. Yeah, I always love the Viking ship. Yeah, Viking ship's always fun. You got on the very back or front, depending on your perspective. At the ends. What about the, the ends uh, of it is where the most thrill is? The 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 racing roller coaster thing they have. The racers. Oh, the racers. Yeah, yeah, racers. That's the like one of the like oldest two. ones. Yeah. I don't think I've ever actually ridden those. I've always meant to. It's just, I don't know. We just, we just never make it on those. It's a rough <laughs> ride. Yeah, that's what that's what I've always heard. It's it's a really rough uh, wooden roller coaster. All really, all wooden roller coasters are rough. Yeah, but this one's apparently especially rough. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to explain it, but it, it's a special kind of rough. I, I knew a fat kid in high school. He got stuck in one of the seats. Oh no! Oh, Lord. Have you guys ever done one of the uh, the the two person uh, big swing things? Have you guys ever done those? Sometimes they set them up at like county fairs. Oh, um, but they've, I know they've got one about. there at Kings Island. No, I have not. Have you guys ever done one of those or one of the uh, the slingshot rides or anything? No, no. I have no interest in doing a slingshot. I don't either. I'll pass. I've always thought about doing them. And like when I get there, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do that, and I never end up doing it because it's like, it's like forty bucks a person just to get on it. Good lord, I didn't even know that. The yeah, slingshot it's, it's feels not, like a good it's way to not ride on included your brain in the park admission, so you have to actually pay to get on it, and it's just like, 
I don't know that I, I want to pay extra just to do something that's going to make me sick or freak out or whatever. Yeah, that might be the only ride that would scare me. All right. So moving on from uh, theme parks. Uh, Bronze. Bronze had a birthday. Happy birthday. Yes, I did. Yesterday, Bronze. How old are you now? Like 60? He's 30. <laughs> uh, I, I'm still in my 30s, yes. Okay, fine. I'm 39. I didn't realize yep. that. You're actually longer than I thought, or older than I thought. You're longer than I thought. <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, <laughs> you've been around longer than I thought. <laughs> You're a whole teenager older than me. Yep. Older, wiser. You guys, uh, <laughs> you guys have anything fun on your on your birthday that you like to do? Well, I was going to say for at least two of my birthdays, we've done the uh, Owensboro uh, trip now. And then, at, like I mentioned earlier, we did uh, Disney. Uh, beyond that, I actually like keeping it quiet. So just, you know, get get me a cake, give me an ice cream, do, do something low-key, like watch a movie or whatever. That's that's my jam. Get a couple beers or a bottle of bourbon. I, I got the bourbon. It's upstairs waiting for me. Awesome. I like that we wrap this back around to the, uh, to the barbecue fest because <laughs> it is time to wrap this up. So barbecue fest. Uh, that's fun. You guys should visit that next year. It's over this year. Um, let's see here. But you can still uh, go to Owensboro and get barbecue. Yeah, yes, definitely. Go to Owensboro. And there's going to be one can, in Lexington go, in like three weeks. That's fake. You can go all kinds of places and get barbecue. I mean, you can come in my backyard in a couple of weeks and get barbecue. <laughs> that? Um, yeah, I'm going to have a brisket actually. Sounds like it. this weekend, but next weekend is my mom's birthday and my son's birthday. So we're going to have... Uh, I'm going to cook a brisket on my mom's birthday evening. I'm going to have some brisket yeah. with eggs the next morning before I prep for my kid's birthday that afternoon. So, yeah. So, I, so I'm hearing live podcasts from Wes's backyard. <laughs> well, we usually do these on Monday nights, and that'll be Friday and Saturday nights. Oh, we so can push the schedule. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Come on up. We'll be here. Uh, we've got an inflatable for the kids. Uh, it's open for renting as well, if you guys want to rent it. Can I... Can I participate? Uh, no, you're too big. <laughs> there's a, there's a, I think it's a hundred pound weight limit per person. And then like a 250 pound overall weight while on the inflatable part. It might be a little higher than that. I'm not real sure. Uh, let's see here. Let's just go over all the things that we go over before we end a podcast. We barely, well, we haven't mentioned at all. The nineties country music bracket. Uh, we started the third round today? No. Ended. We are round three. We started the second four matchups of the third round today, which are the last four matchups of the third round. Next round is round four, which is the final eight. Elite eight. I, okay. I can't even I can't even math right. Let's Take your word for it. No, 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 no. We are doing, we're figuring out who the last four eight are. Last four eight. <laughs> what? <laughs> the last four eight. <laughs> the last four eight. So otherwise, the other half of the it's, elite eight. It's, so, okay, okay, okay. okay. Elite yes. eight starts tomorrow. Yes, the elite eight starts tomorrow with the final God. four starting the day after that, and the final two the day after that. So by the time you guys uh, hear this, we'll be starting the final. We're starting the elite four. eight with the first four. Uh, uh, starting the elite eight. Whatever. <laughs> Ugh, I'm too tired for this. Uh, let's see here. Uh, hit us up on Twitter. Um, I actually posted a tweet when we started recording, and nobody saw it. So I, I liked it. I didn't see it. 
I saw it. Hit us up on Twitter. Um, I'll uh, I'll post a tweet next week, and uh, you guys can ask us some questions, and uh, we'll we'll actually respond to them, and uh, and we'll put them in the podcast so you guys can listen. Um, share the podcast. Share it out. Uh, we are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify Podcasts, and we are on Google Podcasts. Um, anything else anybody wants to say? The Annex Pod at the Annex Pod on Twitter. <laughs> I always forget that. But uh, at the Annex Pod. No, it's just at Annex Pod. That's right. At Annex Pod. The username is the Annex Podcast. But it's just at at Annex Pod. It's not at the Annex Pod. Can't count. You can't speak. (laughs) I can't count or speak. That's right. It's all right. It's Monday night, bud. There you go. It is Monday night. Wes is back on the liquor, boys. (laughs) I am. He he stole my birthday bourbon. You guys guys can't hear this, but there's ice clinking in my glass right now. I can hear that. Yeah, I can hear it. Uh, So, yeah. Uh, With that, we will end on a dad joke. Oh, God. I don't like that. Oh, (laughs) actually, I do like this one. Every night at 11.11, I make a wish that someone will come fix my broken clock. All right, guys, we will see you next week. This has been the Annex Podcast. Bye. So Bye. I feed his end. Are you going to sing? Nah. I hope not. Ha, 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 ha.